We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 141 of Married Millennials. Christmas is exactly one week away. Can you believe that? I can't. The fact that it's my favorite holiday is almost here and that 2018 is just about gone is beyond crazy. Yeah, it's just, I, time just flies. People will say that the older you get, you know the faster time goes. And I never understood that, but really, truly looking at kids now when I'm like, wait, I remember when you were born. Yes. And now you're just like a full-fledged person doing things in the world. It's strange. It's strange. And holidays always remind you of that too because you typically see family or friends who you haven't seen as often throughout the year. And you're just like, man, you're looking real grown from the last time I've seen you. And you think Facebook and social media would kind of keep you abreast of that but for some reason it doesn't when you actually see them in the flesh because you can't account for the height change i think that's what always throws you off is when you see your younger cousins or nieces and nephews and they're just taller and bigger and not just that the change in presence right like that there's an energy shift from you know like an eight-year-old to a 14-year-old most definitely there is an energy shift. i mean it's hormones but (laughs) (laughs) but it's a shift you know what i'm saying so i don't know i feel like i've i've always felt grown but I, I mean, obviously I wasn't. And now that I'm grown, I'm like, yeah, I'm not that grown. No, you're not grown at all. It's so yeah. funny. You used to think like everybody was so old. And now here I am on the heels of 30. I'm like, I'm young. I still got a lot of time, yeah. which is good. You know, that's the, the exciting part. But Christmas is coming up a week away. The Riley production is only a week away. For those who've oh listened God. since for over a year now, I believe it was last year. It we was talked better about, last year. Yeah, it I think we talked, we talked about our, our Christmas production that you know, my family has done for. Too much. I love, since I, I love all you guys. But since I was much. a child. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna revisit it again, but fortunately, last year we cut down on it. Yeah. Instead of it being a four hour production, it was only about two and a half hours. Also, the thing that you have to account for is that you've added people. Yes, like back in the day when it was just solidly the five of you, I get it. Then like, it was my now it's my nephew, my yeah. soon to be sister in law, and you. So yeah. that's three more people added to the yes. the unwrapping production. And yeah, it was too much. Wraps, watch you unwrap everything. Yeah, it, it, but it's fun. Yeah. It, it, it is an enjoyable, it's an enjoyable experience. I'm not going to lie, but we did a good job of this past year of cutting down the, the production. And I think we'll do an even better job this year. Just continue to scale it down and make it better. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm one of those adults. It's funny. The more people I talk to, the more adults I talk to, I realize like how much of a unicorn I am on Christmas because I always tell people about the production that we do. And then I always tell people about the gifts and that I make lists and my parents require us to make a list. So and everyone's weird. like, this is the strangest thing ever. Yeah. And I always thought that's just how you did Christmas. But I was like, the older I get and the more I talk to people, everyone's we like, had, um, we did have like, sometimes my mom would be like, put down some things you want. But it was never like, I was definitely going to get it. Like you guys get what you asked for. That's not true. For the most part. That is not, when I was, maybe a when ki- you were young, when I was a kid, did. I yeah. did not, but you you ask for so but many things as a kid and you have no concept. And it's weird to ask for things as a grown-ass person and actually receive it. But you know what I told Joy? I said it is a 
It's a small form of manifestation. Joy is big in manifest, Which is fair. Of, of manifesting abundance in her life. But in order to manifest things, and I've learned this just throughout my journey this year, is writing things down has really, really helped and yeah. verbalizing it and, and hearing it released into the world. And I was like, this is the same thing. It's like you're writing a list. You are bringing it to life, saying, dear world, this is what I want. And then you submit your list, and sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. But think about it. If you don't write anything on your list, what are the chances that you would get anything you want? I, I understand all so that. Manif- I'm telling you, I've been manifesting since I was a child. I didn't know. That's why I'm just side, advanced. On a side note, I was watching a video today, and it was Oprah doing her like wrinkle in time press junket, and she was talking about manifestation. And uh, the interviewer asked, like, oh, you know, do you still have a vision board? You know, and Oprah said, you know, I realize that I'm a powerful manifester, so I don't really need a visual aid anymore. (laughs) Really, Oprah? I was like, so you're just out here winning? Really? Winning. Uh, And she's like, and then she says, do you want to know how to do it? And the woman's like, yes, because... Basically, that woman had Oprah on her vision board for 2018, and that interview happened Damn. in 2018. So, well, this year. Uh, That's so, legit. It's legit. But she was like, yeah, and I've explained this on the show before. Like, the way that you manifest something is you you have to, she said, you can't be below or above the vibration. She said, you have to meet it at its actual vibration. And then she said, you have to let it go. You can't focus on it. You can't be crazy about it. You can't go, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. She said, you have to relax. And she said, so you probably put me on your vision board, but then let it go. Didn't think anything of it. And here you are. And here she was. Yeah, It's so real. And it's funny because I've been working on our our 2019 budget. Gosh, can't believe that's already coming. And I was telling Joy, I was like, you know, I'm putting all these numbers together. But I was like, I really don't know what (laughs) next year is going to look like. I, I have no clue. Obviously, I am not employed. And I want to to be able to generate my own income through my own creative projects. Like, that's what I'd like to do. But it's like, do I shortchange the budget to be like, okay, this is realistic? Or do I look and say, this is what we typically spend? And that's what I set the budget as and go? It's like, I'm trying to trying to figure it out. Like, figure I, out I what just, that looks like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sitting here playing with the numbers and I'm looking. I was like, okay, well, based on spending and things, okay, this is high. But then I started adjusting to make it lower. And I was like, am I welcoming that lack. low yes yeah. am i welcoming lack to the budget so then i stopped messing with it because i was just like i don't know if i am doing good by this or am i doing wrong right by this? <laughs> so you just walked away so I, I just stopped but the, the the great thing about it is i took joy's advice from last week when she said you need to meditate before going to do the finances i didn't meditate but i just prepared my mind to say okay, you need to set the budget up and just welcome it and see what happens. And that's what I did. And when I felt myself kind of being confused, instead of getting frustrated or upset, I took another deep breath and said, I'll revisit this later. And I didn't have any hostility towards it. Yeah, that's excellent. Because I will say, I, I didn't feel... You didn't know I touched the budget today. I didn't today. feel like, oh, he looked at the finances. No. So, so kudos to you. So I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. So I, I, don't, I don't know how I'm... That's my, I guess, my one of my big goals... Mm-hmm. Once I finish out 2018 is how do I set the budget? Do I set it on projections of what I think? Do I set it on what we typically spend on average? Do I welcome lack and be like, no, you're not being lack. You're being realistic. I I don't know. I don't have the answers. 
I'm, what is realistic? And like, that's what, the thing. Like, what you is have, realistic? We have no clue. I feel like realistic is like like the most eh outcome. <laughs> like, yeah, realistic, it is. Like, oh well, this is what will probably happen ba- based on and, like. And you know what's so funny? Mediocrity. I can I, again kudos to to Joy and, and the amazing thing about having a partner who just pushes you and forces you to expand the way you think and how you move and you operate. So if you're dating someone who's not challenge you, challenging you physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, I just ask you, why are you dating them? <laughs> not, not saying that it's wrong. <laughs> like, not, why though? No, I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong, but it, it's like being the... The yeah, I'll, I'll reference sports. Will, and a big thing in basketball, yeah, yeah, sports. A big thing in basketball, is, in particular in like middle school basketball, AU basketball, is reclassifying, where you have parents who will reclassify their their son to repeat that grade for athletic purposes. And so then, you know, they're you know 14 years old, but they're playing against a bunch of 12 and 13 year olds, and as they're walking around like, oh, they're the man on campus. But it's like, why do you want to be the best amongst people who are? not your age i i just don't get any joy out of that now it has benefited some people who reclassify because they've been able to get in front of college scouts a little later and it separated themselves so it does have its benefits but i've just never been one like oh i'm gonna go play against the the younger guys or the smaller guys to make myself feel better yeah like you're not the best of the best you're just the best of people you should be better exactly (laughs) so when i when i look at dating and and when i reference joy and who i married in particular is that she has constantly and continually pushed me to be bigger better stronger faster think differently and and get outside my box and i couldn't imagine what my life would be like had she not pushed me out of my comfort zone and forced me to think about things differently, challenge the way I do think, offer solutions. Because you know when people offer solutions that you don't want to hear, you just get super annoyed, but then you're just like, damn, that was good advice, but you need to, you don't come to that realization (laughs) until a few hours later. You want to fight it because you want to have thought about it. It's like, oh, well, that needed to be my idea. Yeah. Yeah, So 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 that's just the benefit of, of, of dating a and marrying someone who continually pushes you. But it's just like, you know, I, I brought all that up is because, you know, here I am, you know, looking to, to see what 2019 looks like. And I used to call myself a realist. Is that, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% real. I just look at what's there. And I, I used to literally like hang my hat on being a realist. Mm-hmm. But then I realized in being a realist is while, Yes, you look at what's real, but you all you also limit yourself from things that are unseen. And I didn't realize that in being a staunch realist, I was also a pessimist. <laughs> like because you in order to be a realist, kind of you have to be a pessimist because you you're not optimistic. Yeah. yeah. So you got to bring yourself down and I didn't realize that. I was like oh, I wasn't I'm not a pessimist, I'm a realist. And I was like but being real limits your ability for right. The abyss. And the thing is this, not everyone's going to think like that. Not everyone's going to get there, and that's okay, too. I, I don't feel like it's for everyone, but it has served us very well. Like I said in last week's show, we had a very unrealistic year. Very unrealistic. So uh, the proof is in the pudding. The pr- I, my, I, I'm, I'm like Oprah. I was a, a, a powerful, I am a powerful manifester. It was to the point I was sitting here one day and I said to Justin, I feel like having a conversation. This is what I said. I said, I feel like having a conversation. I said, let's go outside. So we went outside and just 
however many minutes later, our, both of our neighbors ended up coming. One pulled up in our car, and the other one happened to be saying bye to a guest. And then we ended up having a dope conversation on our stoop. But I just was like, oh, I feel like I feel like having a conversation. Then I felt like I should go to my stoop, so I did. And 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 that's just a really good example of for sure. And and just, I and that's basic. That's basic, but it's still you could do that on a grander scale. And I think what you said is is important as well is that it's not for everyone. There are pessimists, there's realists, and optimists, and we all have to get there in our own time and our own journey. Mm-hmm. And I can confidently say. I wasn't married to Joy, I would not be speaking the way I'm speaking now. And that's why it's important that when you're dating and when you're considering marrying someone and spending the rest of your life with someone, is you want to find someone who's going to push you, challenge you, unless you like to be, you know, the big fish in a, in a small pond and bully people. And, and that's you. I mean, you, we all... <laughs> bully people? Where no, did that go? No, I shouldn't say bully people, you, but it's just like, going, yeah. you know, you don't want any resistance. Right. You know, it, it's just like when Nancy Pelosi was punking Donald Trump in the White House and he threw a tantrum. And she was like, I'm, I'm not here for you. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want any pushback, clearly. Clearly. And, and so it, it's just... It's just that dynamic that has been uh, has been really beneficial for me over these past two years because you have spent so much time really just retooling your mind and your state of being. So I thank you for allowing me to observe that and then sharing that knowledge that you've learned to me so then I can digest it and decide, okay, what makes sense for me. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I'm kind of stuck. I'm like, oh, okay, he's being nice to me. <laughs> Why is it? Do you you're think always, I'm just some mean person? No, no, you're pretty damn nice to me. You are. I used to be mean back yeah. in our college days, but now I'm good. I would say for the most part, I'm very nice to you. You are. I have my moments, but that's only when, when you don't meditate. Yeah, I was like, I was just gonna say that. I was like, when I don't meditate, that's when I, <laughs> I get thrown off. Yeah, meditation. I think meditation was the best thing that you've started to do all all year. Switching gears, does anyone else have dreams and then wake up mad at your significant other? Like, normally they're cheating dreams. It's like, oh, you were with so-and-so. I had a dream not too long ago. Justin, like, straight up left me for somebody else. He was like, bye. My nightmares are when Justin's like, I'm not in love with you anymore. And then how do you like how do you wake up They're mad like, from a dream? Heartbreak, like no, and hit me, and, and, and you're gonna show dreams, hostility so, to me. I like I'm so sad, but this dream was like weird. It was okay. So last night I had a dream that I I, I got up to go to the bathroom. When I got up to go to the bathroom, the door I heard the door jing, jiggling, the, the door to the outside. And I was like, oh, somebody came in the house. And somebody hops in front of me in a gorilla costume. It's like a, <laughs> it's very strange. Very, very strange. Hops in front of me. And I start to try to scream for Justin. But I can't scream. You know how when you're in a dream, you can't, like, you don't have all your faculties. So I'm going, <laughs> But I woke myself up going, <laughs> And Justin still didn't hear me. So not only did he not save me in the dream, left me hanging to be murdered by this person in a gorilla suit, he didn't even hear me in real life. So, like, my question is, who's going to save me? I know it's like, okay, save yourself, but what if I'm caught up? I need you to have better hearing at nighttime. How do you control that? I I I don't know. When I close my eyes, I'm asleep. I don't tell my body, you know what, today... 
you are going to rest at 30% so we can have our listening at 70%, but you're still going to get that high-quality sleep. I don't control that. <laughs> I don't have those conversations with my body. It just sleeps. Like, my eyes close, my body rests. As the resident light sleeper in the relationship, I'm mad at you. I feel I like all it. light sleepers are like that. My mom is a light yes. sleeper, and she's always getting mad at my dad for not hearing things. Yeah. It's like, how is that's not our fault. We can't your, control your how we sleep. Your brother's a light sleep. sleeper too, right? Yeah, we can't. Yeah, that's that's the same way of, of you being mad that I'm a heavy sleeper is the same thing as you getting upset with me that you had a crazy dream. It's I, uh, I don't control. There's no control. Yeah, over there's that. no control. I but so one is completely irrational. Like I can't be mad at what dream you did, but it, it still does affect my feelings. Like I had a huge crush on Drake for years. Because of a dream I had once. And it wasn't, I don't even think it was a sex dream. I honestly think he was just treating me well. <laughs> like, Damn, so was I not treating you well? Not like, at that time. That I was, was like, a, if you're going to have a crush yeah. on somebody because they were treating you well. I do kind of remember like, I think there was a shower involved. But like, I don't think like it was actual sex in the dream. But like, he was just like mad polite and respectful and like caring and attentive. So I just was like, Drake is it. So for years, I had a crush on Drake. Cause like in my mind, that's who Drake, I mean, I knew he wasn't that person, but I'm just saying dreams affect your emotions. So that's, that's normal. Very normal. You never had a dream about me before? Yes, I've had a dream about you before, but I don't know what it was it about when it was. Oh, I've had several. I could tell you. It's a dream. A I've, I've had a. I've had crazy dreams when you wake up like you're in a sweat, like oh man, okay, it was just a dream. Yeah. But then I go on about my day, or I but go back to sleep. Have you had a dream like I've cheated on you? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Does, does, does anyone journal their dreams? I don't journal my dreams. I have yes, a dream. it's called a dream journal. I let, I, I let them pass. So I don't, I don't you know. You should write them I down. I do not dream my journal, or I don't dream my journals. I don't journal <laughs> my dreams. So I, I may have had it. I remember But a good I don't allow those things to, to get me caught up. No, don't be caught up. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I think that it's, this is, this is what happens. Like You just wake up and you're like, Rrr. It's unnecessary. It's not unnecessary. Just, just channel that emotion like, towards the dogs, and right. then they can deal with that. Sure. And then you can just <laughs> hey, dogs, I'm mad. At you. <laughs> well, I mean that's the same thing. Then, so how you just said, <laughs> sure, how ridiculous, how ridiculous it is to channel that same frustration to the dog. Yeah. It's the same thing as channeling it towards me. Whatever. Have you ever had like a prophetic dream before? Like you have a dream, and then like something happens a little later. And it's like, oh my God, this was in my dream. Not deja vu, because deja vu happens. Yeah. I just had deja vu the other day. But but it's like I you wanna dreamt say of, I wanna say yes, but again, I, I can't recall. You dreamt of a Dalmatian and then like the next day or the day after I'm you sure see a Dalmatian. I've, I've had some type of something like I that. I love that. But again, I, I can't Okay, recall. so because of that, there is in my head there is some correlation between dream and, and real life. So then I'm like, my dreams are trying to tell me something. You don't have that? Whatever, dude. I have it. But back to you sleeping heavily. My other concern is that when it comes time for us to become parents, that you will not wake up for the baby. I equate everything to children. Like when Justin used to fall asleep before taking the dogs out, I'm like, he's not going to help me raise a child. And now... It's so... Like, that's just so irrational. But I was was making noise. I was going... "Ah, ah." (laughs) You didn't hear me. First off, to to the comment that you said about parenting and what it's going to be like, I don't know what it's like to have a screaming, crying child in my bedroom. I don't know. 
we'll find out when the time comes. But to prematurely judge me and saying, oh, I'm not going to hear the baby cry. I don't know what it's like to have a baby in the crib between you the baby crying, the dogs barking, you think I'm really going to be able to hit all that sleep? And if you're that mad, you'll just wake me up. Yeah, but then you get mad when I wake you up. But you're going to, you're going to, I'm going to, it's a lose-lose situation. If I don't hear, I'm going to be, I'm going to be yelled at. But if you wake me up and I got something to say, I'm going to be yelled at too. I can't remember So it's, it's said, no win. said this on the show, but this is the kind of me Justin is. He was, he fell asleep on the sofa and I was like, oh, hey, babe. Like, woke him up very nicely. I was like, oh, hey, babe. Like, do you want to? Do you want to come to bed? And he went, silence. I went, uh, he goes, silence. <laughs> yeah, stop talking. And I was like, I'm asleep. Oh, okay, so you want to say, he goes, silence. And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> silence. Like, not even like, shh, or like, oh, no, I'm just going to stay out here. Like, there's no politeness. It's silence. That's what he feels like he could say. He just like gets bucket in his sleep. <laughs> silence. And I would just had to swallow it, but on the inside, it hurts my feelings. And I just have to know, like, okay, that's not him right now. And then in the morning, you had no recollection, nothing. Yeah, it's no, it's no big deal. Like I said, you, you can't prematurely judging someone on how they are. I mean, granted, there is obviously some correlation. correlation yeah. I can't say is that, oh, if you're a shitty person, you're not going to be a shitty person when someone else enters the, your relationship. I'm right. not being that naive. But again... I don't know what it's going to be like when we have a child when that time comes. I have no clue. I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll keep you all posted because I'm concerned. I am concerned. So let us know if your partner also has weird sleep habits or if you just feel, if you're the light sleeper, I want to hear from you. What are your, your tips and tricks on how to get your heavy sleeper to be more attentive? Is that, is that what I'm asking for? That, that is guess. a weird ask now that I hear it. It's weird. But let me know. Let me know. Really quick, we forgot to give a special shout-out to Keisha in last week's episode. We were able to meet up with her in New York when we were out there and had a great vegan ramen dinner. And it's always enjoyable to connect with our listeners in person. You know, it's the interesting thing about a podcast is we sit and record it and you release it to the world and you really don't know who's watching and who's listening. And Keisha has been rocking with us for a smooth, smooth minute. Um, so we appreciate you making the trek to the city to come break bread with us. And, and again, at Ramen Hood. Yes, at Ramen Hood. And, I love that name. And we always tell folks, like if we're ever in your city or if you're in our city, yeah, shoot us up. a DM, an email, something. And if we got we're time. We're going to miss you, Yvette. I'm so sorry. Yes, and Yvette, I know you're coming to LA this week. I believe, yes, I think you're coming this week, and we will not be here. I apologize that we will miss you for that, but hopefully we will catch you in your city. But again, like if you ever just are around and you want to connect and link, we love meeting people. This is a a community, and we stand on our community, and we can't be who we are without you. So much love to Keisha. Speaking of New York, we were actually having a conversation with a friend of ours while we were out there, and she had brought up an interesting dilemma that she experiences and it brought up you know a, a bigger picture conversation for the two of us mm-hmm. and she was explaining how she will reach out to her friend or her friend will reach out to her and she'll be like okay let's grab lunch or let's grab coffee and then when she shows up waiting for her friend her friend is accompanied by her significant other like every time every time and she was just like you know i don't have any issue with her significant other being around but it's just like i would appreciate kind of the heads up because yeah. she's thinking like it's just going to be like the two time. of us yeah. having a conversation grabbing coffee having food but then 
her spouse or significant other is always with her. And she's like, she never brings it up, never addresses it. And she asks, she goes like, why do you think that's the case? And, and to me, from the outside looking in, if you are in a relationship and you have to go everywhere with your spouse or your significant other, or you have to get permission mm-hmm. to go anywhere and everywhere from your spouse or significant other, I question the intentions behind that that relationship. Right. And not just the intentions behind that relationship, the intentions behind that person in particular. Well, sometimes, and this instance, the, the, some of the things she was explaining to us to sound like a control issue. Like yes. genuinely just somebody who's like, way too involved in somebody's life and can't trust someone to be on their own. On their end, they feel like they can't trust them even though the person is trustworthy. Uh, But sometimes I think that it's that people are just so codependent and so used to being with one another. Like take you and I, for example, we have, we've been together for such a long time and we have so many mutual friends. So it's easy for us to even be like, oh, like it's the two of us. But I try to make a point to say like, hey, is this a girl's thing? And you have guys night. You have guys night that I know is guys night. And you're more apt to tag along with me than I am to tag along with you. But genuinely, because you have, you have friendships. And I have friendships too with your guys. But it's just, it's different. So even like my friends having a 30th birthday party. And I was pretty sure it was all girls. But I knew that Justin was going to ask me like, yo, can I come? So, but I asked her like, hey, clarifying, I'm pretty sure this is all girls. This is all girls thing. And she said, yes. So I don't know. I think it could be as simple as asking. No, and I I get the codependency part of it because you and I do a lot of things. But I I didn't get that that feeling from the story. And and being codependent is we are still very independent of each other. Because to be honest, how much we do together, I do like doing things on my own. And it's healthy for us to do things on our own. And a lot of the friends that we have in our lives, we've known for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. So they've known us for the most part as Justin and Joy. So there's no not my friends. No, not not your particular friends, but I'm just yeah. saying excluding your friends from high school, everyone that we've met from college and beyond has for the most part known us as Justin and Joy. So when we come together, it's not a an issue per se, but where if you have a friend who then starts dating someone Mm-hmm. And now your interactions go from one-on-one to now two-on-one. That's where yeah, it's the weird. red flags it's start weird. to come up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What do you do about that, though? I, I, it's, I think it's up to that person in the relationship to be like, hey, I'm just going to go see my friend just me. Right? I, but to me, I just think it's weird that you even have to say that, though. Like, I'm going to go just see my friend without you. Is that it, To me, it's like you're asking for permission. Right, but... Uh, maybe that's where they are in their relationship. Like they're having communication issues again. In, that's in not this, a communication in issue. In this relationship that we were were listening to, I, I don't think. I think it was a larger issue. Yeah, that's not that's Truly. not a communication issue. Let's be very very clear about that. If, if right. you're if you can't go anywhere without your spouse, that's not codependency. That's right. not communication. That's some lack of self esteem. There, there's it's something, control, yeah, yeah. there's control. Like there's something deeper yeah. than that. It's like you need, you need your your time. You need some like sense. I've been craving some guy time for a minute, and yeah. I have not been able to get it. We just between my schedule and their schedules, we haven't really been able to link. Yeah, and it's like, and that's the 
the challenging part, you know, when you're married and all your friends are single and don't live close, it's like, man, you can't really link up and yeah, people got right. jobs. And, and so there's so many things happen. So it's like, you got to take advantage of, of those moments where it's like, right. okay, I'm going to go see my fellas or you can go see the ladies and we don't need to be up under each other. Like, right. who wants to be up under each other? Yeah, I'm definitely going to have like, I'm going to be one of those moms and, and, and wives who has a book club. Like, I can, I can see why like women in their, their 40s or like, I'm going to book club. <laughs> and it's like on a Tuesday night at 7. I get that because I crave, even now I crave that time. I crave that time. Well, think about it. Yeah. You go to sleep with this person. You yeah. wake up next to this person. You come home to this person. Yeah. You share your bed with this person. All things I enjoy. You share doing, your sofa with this person. Right. You share your bills with this person. Like, <laughs> and, like I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, you can't, if you cannot not have some yeah, type yeah, of have, break, have space. some outlet, a space, something, you're gonna drive you're gonna drive yourself crazy. You're gonna absolutely yeah, drive, yourself drive yourself crazy. crazy. I love your friends. Like I think you your do, friends are yeah. mad cool. Like even today, funny enough, I ended up going to Joy's job today because she's had some new friends. Oh my gosh, she's stalking me, you guys. I'm, I am <laughs> not I am not stalking you. So yeah. Joy has met these two ladies at her job. And they have become really, really good friends. That's that's actually book club. It's book club. It's, okay, it's supposed exactly. to be book club, but it's not book club. So Joy, for months, <laughs> has been coming home and addressing these two ladies by their name. And I'm like, who are these women? Mad excited because they read the same exact kind of They books. read the same books. They're in a group chat together. Yeah. They just sit and talk. They have lunch every day. So I come home. Which is like rare for me because I like being by myself. So much. So if I'm to the point where I'm looking forward to having lunch with people every day, like... It's serious. That's a big so deal. So for, mu- yeah. like for months, literally months, I've been hearing these two women's name on repeat, just constantly. And finally, I had some some time this week, and I just said, hey, babe, do you mind if, if I come to, yeah. to your job? And I said, I want to meet these two people. And it wasn't as like, oh, I want to see who your friends are, and I need to know everything. No, but it was yeah. like, if you're going to continually address these people the way you, you do, know the people in my life. I just want to know who they are. Yeah. I just want to get a feel for their personality. So when you reference something, I'm like, oh, I can see that. There's just, there's something to it. But there's no like, oh, I need to know everything that's happening in your in your life, like I, I have right. to know your friends. Your friends need to know me. But it was just, and it was nice to to meet them. I enjoyed sitting down and having lunch, and I was able to get their personality. And then I was snitching on yeah. you and telling them how much you're you were. in love with them. Like, Yo, stall out. <laughs> oh, well, God, all, I mean, the three of you guys clearly all are excited no, about like, your friendship. We're in a very, we're like in the new friendship bubble. You know, it's just like shiny and new and exciting, and yeah. It's just, it's nice to find... You're giddy just talking about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm so annoyed with you right now. Okay. It's just, I think most people can relate to this. You don't anticipate finding new friends as an adult. Like, I, you just don't. Or you, you know, you think, okay, maybe I'll acquire one or two new friends over the course of forever. And usually they're through a, a mutual party. Right. Yes. And I don't mean like never, but like friends that you're actually going to keep in touch with. Like you guys talk all the time. You have common interests. Like it's not just a like, okay, yes, I'm cool with this person. Uh, so to have an unexpected, not one, but two friendships. I like that. You I feel sh- like that's, you should. That's it's- really cool. I, especially me because I, and I know you guys don't believe, I don't know if I'm, Shy isn't the right word. I'm shy on the inside, but I'm not one 
to approach uh, uh, people and to keep it going. Justin's really good at keeping relationships going. I have a harder time. I, I'm the kind of person where you just need to know how I feel. Like that's just, I do well with people who just know how I feel. And these are those kind of people too. Like they, they know. But I, I, I do yeah. want to say something about those type of types of relationships. There are certain relationships that I have with people that you know we don't have to communicate frequently to know there's no love lost. Yeah. But there's also relationships that people say, oh, like you just got to know how I feel, but we don't have that rapport to where if we don't speak, we just pick up like nothing has ever happened. And I, right. and as someone who maintains relationships and reach out, I know there are times where I'm like, if we don't speak, like it's not, we're not on the same level of cool. Even though I'm checking in, like we just, there, there's... There's certain relationships, and I know you're that person where you just got to know how I feel, but I don't think that gives you carte blanche in all of your friendships to say, like, this is me, and I expect it to maintain they its, are like its that level too. of friendship. That's the thing. I do well with people who are like that, too. Got you. I, I'm, I'm thinking about all my closest friends, and they're pretty much all like that. Like, think about the conversation we have with my friend in New York. And we're like, we, we do not talk. Like, we just genuinely talk. We, and we love the crap out of each other. Like, we love each other so much. And we each know where the other stands. And she said, like, I mean, if you lived nearby, I was like, we'd see each other every, every week. We would see each other every week. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's just, I don't know. And it, it, there's no love loss. It doesn't mean I don't uh, value the relationship it just means that, like, it's not time to plug in at that moment. Like, I need people who I could skip the, like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while or whatever. Like, it's like, okay, it's been months. We haven't talked in six months. And I could be like, oh, my gosh, this poop that I just took. Like, <laughs> I need, like, those are the people that I need. And they respond. And then we have, like, you know, a three-hour conversation after that. That's the other thing. I'm not a surface-level conversation person. So I have my one friend who we don't talk as much. Actually, we've been texting a lot more this year. But we don't talk as much. She lives in another state. But whenever we do talk on the phone, it's a two to three hour conversation. We cannot do that all the time. Like you just simply cannot. You can't do it. I mean, you you do it. You and your best friend. We don't you, talk two to three hours. We now have shorter conversations. You guys like talk for 30, a long 45 time. Minutes. Correction. He talks for a long time. Facts. Love you, bro. <laughs> yes. All of. But you guys... Yeah, it's just different. But he's the only, he's my only friend who I talk to that much. But I still check in with a lot of my friends. I just think it, sometimes, for, as the person who is the friendship maintainer or the, communic- the main communicator, yeah. I don't appreciate always, I shouldn't necessarily don't appreciate, but if, if I'm the one that's constantly checking in and thinking like, okay, our friendship's going to remain the same, because you're not much of a check-inner, I'm not going to just give you that because that's your personality. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you don't really check in, so our friendship's going to remain the same because that's who you are. Yeah, like, so you nah. would not be the friend for me. Like, you're just simply not. Like, <laughs> That's fair. That's what I'm saying. Like, I cannot have... It's hard for me to have close friendships that, with people who need consistent or, you know, co- communication. And I'm not saying consistent, but it, yeah. it's just... Like, yeah. I, I, I just, this is my own personal experience. Yeah, because you, you really do. I mean, I think you're excellent with it. You check in, you see how people are doing. And I check in too. Mine's more like, hey, I've been thinking about you a lot lately. You good? 
Like that, or that when you do that and then they don't respond to your text, like I get annoyed with stuff like that. Oh, I don't, I don't get annoyed. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, see, I, I don't. Maybe, I'll be like, I maybe, my I'm, side. maybe I'm being too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Full yeah, circle. exactly. But yeah. you know, it, 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 it's friendship dynamics are different for for everyone. Right. But, but so, so I say all this to say I'm excited about these friends because I know that they're they're good, and even though we do talk a lot because we see each other all the time. Uh, but I just, there's, I know when I've found a friend, I would say you get excited about people and I'll, even in college, I'd be like, baby, I don't know why, like, yeah. you shouldn't be this excited. Like, Facts. this is not, this is not it. And he'd be like, friend. And it's not, it's not, it. not. So for me, if I'm going friend, it is reciprocated every time. I have not been in a friendship where that friend wasn't really digging me too. Cause I don't, I don't. I don't open up that way, I don't think. If I don't I don't get as it's not that I don't get vulnerable. I'll get vulnerable with anybody really. <laughs> but I just don't get as invested if I know that there's no authentic connection. But I wanna thank you, babe, for being my number one friend. Oh Even though it gosh, wouldn't stop. work between us if if it were anything other than lovers and friends, but but you're my number one. I appreciate it. And that. I like calling you. No, you like calling your mother. I do call my mom all the time. All the damn time. But I like calling you too. You, know you don't funny? want to talk to me. I was me, like, but I, I was just going to say that. I was like, you know what's funny? I really don't like talking to you on the phone. You don't. You get so annoyed. I do. Not, I I don't like talking to you on the phone. I can yeah. say that. It, and I think it goes like back to what I'm talking about. Is I see you all the time. So when I have my moments of not having to talk to you. I enjoy those moments of not having talked to you. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful or rude way at all. Now, like, you talk a lot. For example, we were just on a walk <laughs> with the dogs. And Joy started telling this story a smooth quarter mile away from our house. And she kept that entire story till we got to our door. Didn't change. And I didn't even respond. I was like, she really... And I was like, I'm just going to test this out. I think like, she really just had a full-blown conversation with me with minimal interruptions <laughs> for a quarter mile. And I was just so, I was, and I had that moment. I was like, yeah, like, but also, that's why when you ask me, like, what are you thinking? Like, you talk so much that, like, I don't want to talk more. I'm just, I'm talking. But you out. don't respond to me so much. I, and I, whenever I accuse you of not listening, you prove that you're listening. So when you don't respond to me, I just figure it's a regular day. Like, I don't know when you're tapped out for real. I'm tapped, baby. I'm tapped a lot of times. And, and like I said, it's not... It is and then not... I try to say, I'm not going to talk to you. And then you're like, no, don't do that. So then what's the solution here? No, that, that's true. I just wish you had a better gauge or regulation. <laughs> like, I don't want silence. It's just like sometimes just there's a pause. Justin, you just talk like to a break people in until action. their eyes glaze over too. So I don't understand why but I'm But I don't talk to those people Every single day, multiple times a day. Was it parallel lives or whatever? I think so. Yeah. Something. But you kept it for a smooth quarter mile. So I understand that when I talk to you in person, when I see you in person, I will talk a lot while I'm with you. But then we go our separate ways. Joy will (laughs) talk a lot. And then I'll see you again and you can talk some more. And then you continue talking. So there's no break from it. But again, this is not like I don't not. I, let me be clear with this is I enjoy talking to you, mm-hmm. but there are moments where it's like when we're on the phone, I'm just like, no, I don't really want to dive in. But there are times where I do want to talk to you. 
you it's just not very often but again me, i'm not being rude and mean if you call in that me and statement. i'm at home by myself i don't want to be on the phone that is true yeah and i stopped calling you, you like did. when i come home from my games i was like oh she don't want to be on the phone so i'm not i don't Thank even call you, you anymore because i know you're locked in you're but doubting. sometimes it's okay but i don't want to like oh no i, I stopped you're uh, you don't get called yeah, anymore. you don't call i me. will not call you yeah. And I was like, okay, I get it. But it's just like, but Joy gets mad when I'm like, okay. When she's like, oh, you don't want to talk to me. And then gets in her feelings. And it's like, yes. Not anymore. I used to. It now is true. I, I don't want to talk to you, but I, say, I do okay, want to talk to you. don't want to talk. I'll talk to you later. But does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, I want to talk to you, but I don't want to talk to you. You don't want to talk to me on the phone, but you want to talk to me when I, in person. Yes. Like when but I, you when don't I want to waste you. phone time. No. Yeah. Because again, I'm going to see you. Yeah. You don't know. <sighs> <laughs> Here we go. You always got to dramatize things, and, and though that that is real, I mean, those are you. You know, you never know when will be the last time. But everyone, you that know, always says. Note. I know, but everyone always says that. But you can't live life that way. I just, yeah. I don't believe in living. I, I mean, I, I do agree with Joy. Uh, we're not going to bed angry, and we're not waking up mad. Like we're gonna, we're gonna squash this out. And we're gonna have a good day. But it's like to hold on to every fleeing moment saying, is that the last moment? I just think you're living in a state of fear and ain't nobody got time for that. You're right. But I just know that I, I do enjoy talking to you. I feel like you just spent that last minute trying to clean up the grave that you dug. But <laughs> it's, it's fine. Now, are you, are, I'm not hurt about it. Okay, no. I'm just being honest. Maybe. I appreciate your honesty. Like we talk on G-chat. We talk on te- we, we talk, talk on We G-chat. talk a lot. So I, like when I, I have do my secretly moments. hate when you take a long time to respond to me on Gchat, and then it makes me want to call you. Yeah, and, sometimes. And then be like, did you see my Gchat? And sometimes I'll mute it because you're saying a lot in Gchat, and I don't even want to. I'm just like too much, too much, too much. And so I'll mute First my of computer. All, didn't know that was an. Oh, okay. You can mute the computer. I mute the computer. Not, I thought you can mute the individual no, chat. No, no, I was I, like, ooh, that's. No, that's I didn't. I didn't do that. Amazing. I just mute my computer. And if I need to dial in for 10 to 15 minutes on something, I'll dial in at 10 to 15 minutes and then I'll come back and respond. I go. Because you go and then I'll feel bad to like BRB and then you're like, oh, you don't want to talk and then you cop an attitude. No. So I, it's, like, I, it's an L. BRB is acceptable for, for GJ. It's like AIM. It's definitely acceptable. Joy, and then I'll keep Joy, Joy says that, but y- y'all know the real. Y'all know the real. The real is but I, but I do love you, and, and thank you for thank you for choosing me to be your number one friend, and I'm glad you're my number one friend. And we're going to talk all the time. Look, we talk every Tuesday on this show. Yeah, we do. We got nonstop talking. So sometimes I just don't want to talk to you, but I still <laughs> love you the same. Sometimes we don't want to talk to each other, and sometimes we don't want to hang out. And but, that's all right. And that's okay. It's perfectly That's healthy. what being married and in a relationship is all about. Yeah. There's but, but in a healthy ebbs and way. flows. Yeah. In a healthy way. That's exactly what it is. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review. And of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can cover to our website, lovejays.com. You will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.